Howdy, neighbors. Ron Hayes. Beef buzzing with you today with Daryl Peel once again as we talk about the realities of herd liquidation and eventually rebuilding in just a moment. Performance Livestock Analytics makes it easy to track the important things on your cattle operation. Recording health data? Easy. Tracking feed? Super easy. Finding your break-even point? No problem. Insights in real time? Take a walk down Easy Street. And it's all on the app, wherever you are, just a couple of screen taps away. Making easy work of numbers. That's Performance Livestock Analytics. And there's strength in numbers. Request your free demo at performancelivestockanalytics.com. America's farmers and ranchers raise some of the best food in the world, so it's hard to believe that they're being driven out of business. All across our country, big ag corporations have consolidated, squeezing producers and consumers while raising prices, devastating our rural communities, pulling money and resources out of small towns. There is a way to give farmers and ranchers a fair shot. Fairness for Farmers legislation will make markets fairer and more competitive for everybody. Visit fairnessforfarmers.org, paid for by AFR Cooperative. The two latest cattle on feed reports in October and now November suggesting that we've got significant changes in our cattle market. Far fewer cattle available to place into feedlots, while marketings have remained about the same as a year ago. We continue our conversation with Extension Livestock Market Economist Dr. Daryl Peel about the ramifications. When you look at these numbers today, in other words, the kind of confirmation what we did see really starting to happen in October, November seems to confirm that uh, overall uh, expectation. What does this mean for, for our cattle prices, balance of this year, but especially into 2023, you think? Oh, you know, we've been anticipating, uh, you know, generally trending higher prices, you know, and you can just look at the futures market for feeder cattle. We've got a 20 to $25 premium built in over the next year already in the, in the, uh, in the futures market. And that's certainly consistent with our forecast uh, for the market. And, and, you know, at some point in time, those are actually probably going to be too low once we get into active rebuilding. And we don't know whether that's going to happen in 2023. It depends again on the drought conditions and so on. On. But at some point in time, we're going to, you know, we're going to take smaller supplies of cattle and smaller beef production and squeeze it even farther because we're going to have to save a lot of heifers for rebuilding. We're going to cut cow culling to the bone. And uh, and so we'll uh, we'll, you know, we'll do the same thing we did in 2015 when we saw cattle slaughter drop to the lowest level since 1963. And uh, we'll probably do something similar to that again here at some point, probably not in 2023, but I think uh, maybe 20. 2024 or 2025. So we're we're going to be living with this for a while, aren't we, Daryl? I think so. I, I think so. I think even compared to the drought a decade ago, I think we have potentially actually reduced the female side of our industry even more fundamentally than we did then. I think the pool of available heifers is probably tighter now than it was then. So it's going to take a while to rebuild once we get to the point where we start trying to rebuild. I would think for sure we've uh, we probably have uh, cut back on that uh, that mama cow herd especially and and the he- replacement heifer numbers as well quicker than we did back in that uh, the depths of that 2012-2013 time period. We have it's it, and it, you know this drought has in some ways it's certainly been more widespread geographically uh, and it's also been uh, more expansive in terms of time and we we've, we've been in drought fully 2 years really 2 and a half years already and so uh, I think you know that that has had cumulative effects that make this probably more severe than what we saw in 2011 and 2012 in terms of the drought. And then, of course, we had the market reactions after that. Uh, and, and we're looking at something like that ahead as we go forward at some point. 
I guess the uh, the bottom line, I know that I've heard you uh, in some of your presentations uh, tell these guys, if you can hang on to that female, uh, there's a payday. There's, there's going to be some good opportunities ahead uh, over the next couple of years. We're certainly going to need, you know, females. We're going to be looking to, to replace. Again, the timing is uncertain, so, um, you know, it, it's not clear exactly when that will kick in. But, yes, it, there's a, uh, there's going to be a tremendous demand for females of, of, of all sorts uh, at some point in time as we try to rebuild this thing from wherever we end up. Uh, we're going to be smaller than we need to be because of the drought, and that's going to provide tremendous incentive to rebuild when we get a chance to do that. Extension Livestock Market Economist out of Oklahoma State University from his Stillwater office, Dr. Daryl Peel. You've got the beef buzz on Ron. It's the 41st Annual Oklahoma Select Bull and Female Sales, Saturday, December 3rd, 1 p.m. at the Atoka Livestock Auction. The limousine and Limflex offering will include 60 breeding age bulls and 31 females, pairs and breads. Complete information data will be available on all bulls. View the catalog at AmericanCattleServices.com. For more information, contact American Cattle Services, 580-597-3006. The Oklahoma Select Bull and Female Sale, December 3rd, Atoka Livestock Auction. And that's your Beef Buzz. I'm Ron Hayes reporting.